Good morning, Spotify viewers and Anchor FM listeners around the world. This is your boy, B. Grinch. And I have to make sure that I say that because you want to know something? I always introduce myself because I'm B. Grinch. I always tell you where I'm residing from, which is South Central Coast Springs, except it seemed to be last week was my mom's funeral, exactly a week ago today, and um, I, I, I forgot to introduce myself. So I don't know officially if you knew who you were listening to. Although it says B. Grinch somewhere on the show, I think. I may have mentioned my name during the show, but quite honestly, I didn't introduce myself as B. Grinch. You might not have known who I was. So I got to make sure that I introduce myself. This is B. Grinch. That's me, B. Grinch. And I'm coming to you from no other place in South Central Coral Springs. We got a great show for you today. Um, there's some things that I want to get through to you, into rather. Uh, today's Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. It's been a week since my mom's funeral. And quite honestly, uh, I don't think it's hit me yet. It hasn't hit me yet. I, I, I'm numb. Uh, I still feel as though I could uh, call my parents' house and she's going to answer the phone. And it's a very weird feeling. Um, I'm not going to get too much into it because, you know, I'm not here to bring you guys down. It's a comedy show. It's a comedy show. And and, and quite honestly, I'm going to switch topics real quick um, because Sunday, uh, the 18th, this past Sunday, started Hanukkah. And it kind of sucks, you know, when you really think about it. It's my first Hanukkah without my mom. But you want to know what? I was urinating before. And there's something that my old drummer, Dan, he called the last drop blues. And the guys have a saying, if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. Well, sometimes it's really necessary to shake it more than twice. Otherwise, you'll have what happened to me. Can you believe that I was urinating? And I was trying to shake out the the excess ur- urination, the excess pee. And wouldn't you know it if it didn't drip in my fucking boxers? And I'm actually lying because it didn't drip in my boxers. Because quite honestly, I was going commando and it dripped right in my shorts. I'm not kidding. And I had to change my shorts and clean my leg because I had a pee stain coming through my, my three-quarter shorts. And that's not funny. You might think it's funny. It is kind of funny. The last drop blues. So, yeah, sometimes you have to shake it more than twice in order to make sure that you get out the excess urine because otherwise you get the last drop blues. And nobody likes a wet spot in their underwear. And women, you know, women can actually understand. They, they can actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, listen, I, I still have not slept in over a week. Um, I got some sleep two days ago from five in the afternoon till nine thirty in the morning. That's the only time I've slept since last Saturday in over a week since my mom's passing. Um, so I can't think right, but, uh, women can empathize. Is that the word I'm looking for? Empathize? Because like, uh, for instance, here's a good example. When women are around me, sometimes their panties get wet. And they have to walk around with wet panties. Or maybe not me. You know, maybe a a hot guy or maybe an erotic thought or um, 
Maybe they spill a drink in their lap. I don't fucking know. Whatever the case may be, women sometimes have to walk around with wet panties. I don't like to use the word moist. Moist is such a disgusting word to me for some reason. I just don't like it. So I try not to use the word moist. I use it as little as possible. But uh, yeah, if I didn't change my, my shorts, I would be walking around with with, with wet with wet shorts with a, with a with a piss stain in it, and uh, that's not how I roll. So uh, I changed my shorts, but uh, I am still going commando in these new shorts that I'm wearing because, uh, quite honestly, well, I'm going to shower after the show and put on a clean pair of underwear. Not underwear. I, I don't wear underwear. I'm sorry. I do not wear. I wear boxer briefs. And there's a big difference between underwear and boxer briefs. Okay, underwear are like briefs. It's like boy, boy underwears. I wear boxer briefs because I'm a fucking man. I'm B. Grinch. I fucking wear boxer briefs. And I don't wear boxers. So I'm not in the fucking Navy or in the fucking service. Where, what is the purpose of wearing boxers, actually? I'm being serious. Listen, I got some things I want to get into on, on the show today. All right. And, and, and it's going to be a good show. But quite honestly, who the fuck would want to wear regular loose-ass boxers? You might as well just go commando. Seriously, because there's nothing holding your shit together. It's just crazy. Regular boxers are fucking stupid. Whereas boxer briefs hold your shit in comfortably. And I'm not talking about feces. I'm talking about your penis. All right? Nice and comfortable. Anyway, that's that. Um, today we're going to get into, uh, I have a guest coming on the show and we're going to be talking about, um, impotence. Yes. We are going to be talking about men that cannot get an erection with their women, whether it be by medication, maybe they're not turned on. Maybe, uh, they just don't have enough blood flow coming from their fucking into their penis. I don't know, but we're going to get to that shortly. I just want to let you know so you hang around. But first, I have a little gripe that I'm a little pissed about, all right? I'm not mentioning any names, but I have a friend, all right? But he really didn't turn out to be much of a fucking friend, all right? When I was friends with this girl, her son was an up-and-coming rapper. Now, I hosted Underground Live for seven years. That was my show. That was my talk show, Underground Live. It was an, a live streaming television show that I did 667 shows of. And I did a couple of interviews. My interviews were off the hook. We'd get like 3,500 views in a week on my, on my interviews. And I was the first to interview her up-and-coming son rapper who wasn't shit, okay, except for a nice guy. He was a really nice fucking kid. And he was a kid, okay? Um, it was a good interview. He, was, he, he really was a nice kid. Until he started fucking a posse, hanging out with a posse up north of people that I've never heard of before in my life who they're under the impression are somebodies. Like, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to implicate anybody and, and get any bad feelings. But let me just put it to you this way, okay? You've heard of... Um, You've heard of some of these names, and they're the same names, but with different second parts of their names, if you know what I mean. They are uh, almost identical names to the real famous person's name, but they're different. And it's very confusing because you would think that they're talking about the 
the famous person when they're not. They're talking about a fucking nobody. His posse is a bunch of fucking nobodies. And he made a video, maybe two or three, uh, of songs that really aren't that good. And quite honestly, uh, the very first music video that I ever produced, directed, wrote, edited, and fucking distributed, the first one, the first time I ever did it, was better than anything this motherfucker has ever put out. Now, the only reason why I'm talking shit is for two reasons. Is because I saw a Facebook post about this kid who I interviewed bragging like he thinks he's fucking somebody. He's still a fucking nobody. But I did say to him, hey, man, just remember who your first interview was. And you know what this motherfucker says to me? That wasn't my first interview, man. I'm like, what? I'm like, first of all, your manager, mom, begged me to fucking put you on the show to give you an interview on my fucking underground live show because my underground live show was popping and kicking and fucking you wanted the fucking opportunity to get interviewed by B. Grinch and now you're going to sit there and tell me it wasn't my first, that wasn't my first interview. Bull fucking shit, it wasn't your first interview. You barely knew what the fuck to say. And if it was, if it wasn't your first interview, I can only imagine what your first interview was like because it must have sucked because you were like a church boy in that motherfucker. Now you think you fucking, now you think you fucking some kind of fucking gangster motherfucker. And quite honestly, dude, you ain't shit. I'm going to say it quite like that. And then the mom, who I stay very, very friendly with. Well, you know what this fucking motherfucker does? We stay very, very close and, and in touch, um, constantly talking on the phone, um, commenting on each other's posts, uh, being very, very cordial and nice to each other. And then I get a phone call one day asking if she can stay at my crib. She can move in. I don't live with people. Unless you're going to be my girlfriend or my wife, which I will never have a wife again, but unless you're my girl who is going to live in my house like it's your fucking house, I don't do roommates. I do, I, I've, I've had a bad experience with fucking roommates. I will never do a fucking roommate again. They make me fucking crazy. I've had prostitutes squatting at my house. I've had homeless people squatting at my house. I've had more prostitutes squatting at my house. I've had uh, more prostitutes squatting at my house. I've had five fucking prostitutes squatting at my house and a homeless couple and uh, a couple of friends and a couple of friends. And it does not work out. I do not do fucking roommates. So it was with the most unfortunate, the unfortunate, Ness that I had to decline. I had to say, I'm sorry, but I can't. I was honest about it. Roommates make me fucking crazy. I'm not all together with it to begin with. I can't do fucking roommates. So I had to say no. Do you know that I haven't heard from this person since, even through my mom's passing? My mom passed away. Every motherfucker in the world has shown me love and has gotten in touch with me, sent me prayers, sent me love and light, sent me their condolences, whether it be by phone call, whether it be by messenger, whether it be by text, or whether it be by comment on a post, except for this girl who I had to say no to. It's like this is, I, I, it's quite honestly, I, I got to say, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I'm not going to mention any names because you know something? If you're watching this, you know who the fuck you are. And you know something? You should have fucking called and gave me your condolences. Because you would have if I would have said you could live here. So you 
and your fucking bullshit, fucking back-ass rap, fucking horrible fucking son, who let me tell you something, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, all right? I was in the music business for almost 30 years, all right? I put out six albums, and one of which was a fucking rap album. Yes, B. Grinch has a rap album called Dedicated To. And let me tell you something. It's better than anything this motherfucker could ever put out. So let me tell you something. Before you go thinking you missed a fucking number one, just remember, you're watching number one right now, right in front of you on your fucking screen. B. Grinch. Fucking give me that bullshit. Ooh, uh, that wasn't my first interview. Yeah, who the fuck interviewed you first? Fucking the Coral Springs fucking Gazette? Give me a fucking break. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, we're going to go to a break real quick. And uh, when we come back from this break, we are going to have Dawn. And Dawn and I are going to talk about impotence. The impossibility to get an erection. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. I'm your boy B. Grinch saying, hold on. I'll be right back. I guess that's what I'm saying because I got looms to fucking, I got to get paid and I got looms that I got to fucking run a commercial for. So stick around and we'll be back right after this. Thanks, guys. You know, sitting on the toilet can be quite relaxing. But there's a time that you have to get off the toilet. And when you have to get off the toilet, you need to depend on something good, like toilet paper. Oh no, not the cheap one-ply toilet paper. Why did the housekeeper go and buy the one-ply toilet paper? I'm going to have to rely on my toilet wipes. Oh, oh my god. They're all gone. She didn't buy more cleansing wipes. I hate when this happens. Looks like I'm gonna have to jump right into the shower. But oh my god, there's no soap. Look at that. How in the world am I gonna get my butt clean? Oh, thank god. I'm in luck. Looms. We got. What in the world will I do without my looms? Looms. Okay. And we're back. This you bleh, 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 bleh. Leave it to me to fuck something up. I will fuck up. I could fuck up a wet dream. As you know, I've already fucking urinated myself today. So, I mean, what, what else could go fucking wrong? Anyway, we are here today with a very, very special guest, Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hey. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, you know, I'm doing quite well. I had a little problem earlier that I had to explain to my audience. Um, I kind of had the last drop blues in my pants. I was urinating and I didn't shake it in any, enough times. Therefore, I got a little urinate, ur, ur, urinate, urination. Ur urinate? <laughs> urine. I guess the word. I guess the proper word would be urine. I got a little urine in my pantalones, and uh, I had to change uh -oh. my pantalones. So that that wasn't too much fun. But uh, it is what it is. I changed, and uh, your life goes on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I spent the last two days as a twenty-four-year-old locked in my bedroom with me. Really? Now, were you a prisoner? Was he a prisoner? No, I think he was. <laughs> 
You you were you, were you holding him against his will? No, not at all. Okay, so you were locked in your bed. W- w- were you locked in? Like, did your roommate like lock you guys in there? No, no, I locked the door just in case my roommate walked in because we were naked. Okay, let me get this straight now. So what you're telling me is that you and 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 you're in your you're in your forties, correct? Forty-six, yeah. You're forty. Okay, oh, you're forty-six, and you were locked willingly by uh-huh. con- with consent of a twenty-four-year-old in your room, naked. Yes. Yeah. What, what in the world could you guys have been doing naked? Hmm. I don't know. A little bit of everything. Did you guys have sex? Yes, we did, and I have the bite marks to prove it. Bite marks. He's a biter, is he? I, the first biter for me, I never had one before, so it's kind of kinky, kind of fun. Is he a vampire? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Did he draw blood? I haven't changed yet. I, I've been out during the day, so I guess I'm all right. Did Did he draw blood, is what I'm asking. No, no, he didn't. Just It bruised because I bruised easily, but no, he nipped me. Wow, a, a biter. That's crazy. Yeah, but let crazy. me tell you, the 24-year-olds are trainable. Of course they are. They're 24. They're still kids. Of course you could train them. Yeah, but he listened to everything I said and just went, I mean, hey, it was good. Well, you're old enough to be his mother for crying out loud. He should listen to you for crying I, out loud. Don't say that. <laughs> listen, I'm 48 with a 29-year-old son. Uh, I, I can easily say that at 46, you can have a 24-year-old <laughs> son. So it's true. But you want to know something. The funny thing is, is that um, I have sexual relations with girls in their 20s as well. 20s that I, I could be there. All right. So let's not go there. I do not have sexual relations. With that person. With that girl. <laughs> yeah, with that girl. <laughs> so now this is, the, this, this is the thing that we're talking about here today. It's funny that you bring up sex. And <clears throat> um, I, I, was, I had a conversation today with, with, with a female who, uh-huh. uh, who I had to apologize for ghosting quite some time ago. And the reason why I had to apologize to her quite some time ago was because she wanted to have sex with me. And I very, very badly wanted to have sex with her because she's absolutely gorgeous. But unfortunately, at the time, I was taking a very, very strong psycho, psycho, uh, not psych, psychological medication. Yeah, psychosomatic, psycho, psychotopic. I was taking a very, very strong psychotopic medication that um, prevented me from getting an erection. And quite honestly, I was too embarrassed to tell this girl that I couldn't get a boner. And at the same time, I didn't want to take a chance. She was so hot, I thought maybe I could get a boner. But what if I tried and it it didn't work? And I made her feel inadequate. And I didn't want to take that chance. Oh, I can relate to this. How so? Well, I have an ex. And, uh, well, I would call him an ex. We were seeing each other for around five or six months. And uh, he has erectile dysfunction. And he strung me along for the whole five months because, and I felt like it was me that, you know, cause he told me that he did have issues, but he took pills for it. And, and, but he never wanted to, because I guess hearing from your point of view, he was embarrassed, but it made me feel inadequate. Was he on medication? No. 
Was he, he took, was uh, he yeah, gay? Or when he wanted to, but sometimes that didn't work. Was he possibly maybe homosexual? Uh, well, you know, that's out for debate. <laughs> Is it really now? I mean, you listen. No. I, how I old? But, but no. How, what, what, what is he, 80 years old? Yeah, what, was he 80? I, I mean. How old was he? Like a senior citizen? No, no. He's younger than me. I don't know what it is with these young guys. but. Uh, well, I'm sure you didn't have a problem 39. with the 20. 39. Now, did the 24-year-old have erectile dysfunction? Not at all, boy. Oh, my God. So now, all right. So let's put this together now. Say, I'm, I'm walking like I was on a horse, Okay. Oh, he puts you in a wheelchair, did he? <laughs> wow, good for you. Good for you. My last show was about was about having sex and having juggling multiple partners. And I just think sex is a wonderful thing. Um, good for you. I, I give I you kudos, so. especially that you're 46 and you fucking, you let a 24-year-old fucking do you good. Uh, God bless you. God bless him. God bless you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Because you want to know something, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. For a 46-year-old woman to have sex with a 24-year-old guy is a, is, is a good feat. And for a 24-year-old guy to have sex with a 46-year-old woman is a good feat. That That is like, they're into that shit. 24-year-old guys want older women, and older women want younger guys. Well, I honestly, I'll tell you the truth, though. I don't want them. It just kind of happens. Well, you weren't turning. You weren't going to turn down, though. No, but it wasn't what you were looking for. It wasn't what. You, yeah, it wasn't what you were looking for. It just, it just sort of fell into place. Right, sort of fell in my lap, if you know what I mean. Now, <laughs> now, now, did it fall in your lap, or did you fall in his lap? <laughs> I think he rolled over in a wet spot. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you have a urinary problem too? Because I, I'll tell you right now, like I was just saying before the break, um, you know, I, I was urinating and I actually didn't shake it enough times. And uh, that, we don't have to go back well, to that. That's not what kind of wet spot it was. What other kind of wet spot is there? Oh, gee. Hmm, let's think. Are you talking about an orgasmic wet spot? Yes, and there were, oh my gosh, let's just say it's time to wash the sheets, okay? I would certainly hope so. <laughs> I would certainly. Two days straight of just, and I told him he wasn't allowed to wear clothes. So oh, wow. We both, yeah, so it was just easier. What's the point in putting back on clothes after each time when you're going to do it like 20 times? You know what? It's like, it's kind of like putting your shoes on in your house to go outside but never going outside. So you got to take your shoes off again to go stay inside. <laughs> but then you decide, I'm going to go outside again, put your shoes back on, but then you're going to stay inside. So you keep your shoes. What's the fucking point? Or wear slides exactly. for crying so out loud. Stay shoeless, you know? Exactly. Or wear slides for crying out loud. Yeah. Come on now. That's great. Did you guys, did you guys shower together? Uh, no, we showered separately. Okay, um, so you're not into conserving water. We just took turns. I made him take a shower when he first got here before anything even happened. That's good because you know something? Hygiene is definitely... Is important. Uh, no, he didn't smell anything. I just, I prefer him to smell like my soap. <laughs> oh, you're a needy person. You're a needy motherfucker, aren't you? No, I'm not. No, I'm just, I'm a little picky. 
picky, needy. I want you, before I will touch you, you must smell like my soap. That's all good. <laughs> hey, listen, if that's how you roll, that's perfectly cool. And, and he was down with it. That does sound pretty bad. Well, you want to know something? He's 24, so he's going to do what the fuck you say because he's going to be like, yes, mom, whatever you say. That's right. Oh, no. you know, he was calling me ma. Like, hey, ma, you're so beautiful, ma. I'm like, don't call me ma. All right, uh, let me explain something to you about ma. I have, I call some women ma. It's, uh, it's a term of endearment. He's not calling you mom. Um, it's like, hey, ma. I, I, I was actually talking before you came on to the show. I was, I was uh, doing a segment about a ungrateful little bitch that, um, oh. yes. Who I used to refer to as Ma because because she's like she would refer to me, yo brother, and I'd be like, yeah, what up, Ma? You know, Ma's like a hood. Okay. Ma's like a hood way of saying, you know, because bitch, I don't say the word bitch anymore. I don't call women bitches. I don't refer to women as bitches anymore because it's derogatory. But to say Ma, right. hey Ma, it's like it's like hey girl, what's up, woman? What's hey, up, girl. girl? Yeah, hey girl, hey Ma. So, so, so he, he wasn't, he wasn't making a derogatory statement about your age. He was just calling you ma. And, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that unless you take it offensively and then you tell him well, to go fuck himself. It was, it was me taking it offensively, I think, because I felt guilty for what I was about to do, I guess. Don't ever feel good. Did you call him son? She listened, son. Stop no, calling me ma. ma. <laughs> oh, really? Did you guys role play? It's an old married couple now. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. That's sweet. Um, know, and he also texted to let me know that he had a great time. Really? That's good. I'm telling yeah. you, those young yeah. guys, young guys like older women. But, but. And he's very attentive. Like, I mean, hey. Hey. Not, hey. Nothing wrong with that. So, so all in all, he did not have an impotence problem. No, not at all. I mean, quite the opposite, actually. Now, have you been with other men that have had impotence problems, erectile dysfunctional problems? Yes. And the, the ex, yeah. Besides, well, you know, besides ex? I have been with one before, but he didn't have any problems with me. So, okay. So he, <laughs> so he had an erectile dysfunctional problem, except for when he was with you. No, no, I'm just saying he didn't when we were together. So, I don't understand. All right, all right. So, wait. So, when he was with other women, he would have an erectile dysfunction problem? He told me about other experiences. You must really be the shit, girl. No wonder why you bagging 24-year-olds. I am the bomb diggity, okay? Fucking A, girl. You go, girl. Go girl. Hi. That's fucking great. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad for you. But you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I feel, look, uh, I've been on medication, as I mentioned earlier, where I had um, erectile problems. And it's very, very embarrassing uh, because women just don't seem to understand that sometimes medications that you take make it difficult to get an erection. And they take that shit personally, like like it's their fault. And to explain to someone, but listen. if you tell them ahead of time. Women still don't get it. Then they'll understand. Yeah. Not, not all the time. Not, not in my experience. 
They're like, is it me? Is it me? It's like, bitch, I told you 25 times that I'm taking fucking a psychotopic drug that makes it impossible. The biggest side effect is fucking no boner. SSRIs, which are secondary, which are secondary serotonin reuptake inhibitors. That's what SSRI stands for. Secondary serotonin retake inhibitors. Inhibitors. Um, one of the biggest side effects of those psychotopic drugs are erectile dysfunctions. And mm-hmm. and when you take an SSRI, it makes it almost impossible to get a boner. Now, I'll quickly tell you a story of the very first threesome that I was supposed to have. I was set up with, with, with this. I was dating this girl, Valerie, and she was absolute dime piece. And she said she wanted to surprise me. So she set up a, a threesome. We met this girl. It was all set up. I had no idea. Uh, and the three of us came back to my house, and I had just started taking a medication called Paxil, which was an SSRI. I have these two. I'm familiar with Paxil, yeah. Yeah, well, I have two beautiful naked girls in my bedroom, and mm-hmm. what should normally be an eight and a half inch penis was, well, let's just say, yeah. let's just say, wasn't. Okay. And I was so embarrassed. Aww. And they felt so bad for me. But how do you explain that? They knew it wasn't. They know they're both dime pieces. But the fact of the matter is that I went to my doctor the next day. I went. I I didn't call the doctor the next day. I went to his fucking office. stormed in the office. And I said, let me tell you something, motherfucker. You put me on a fucking (laughs) antidepressant. So I wouldn't be depressed, and now I want to fucking blow my fucking brains out because I could have fucked two fucking gorgeous women, and I couldn't get a boner. What? Now, I, I'm more depressed now than I've ever been in my entire life. What did you do to me? <laughs> and then I lived with it for a long time. It, it's difficult until I finally found a cocktail that, that didn't work. I, I refuse to yeah. take SSRIs now because— But now you don't have that issue anymore? No, plus I take Cialis just in case. So when uh, oh, okay. Okay. when it's when it's because I still am on medication that could side that, that that could be a side effect, but I wouldn't know because the Cialis. Well, let me tell you something. It brings my guy alive, and I have a very han- <laughs> I, I have a very handsome, large, beautiful genital. I believe I've seen it before. I, I, a picture or something? I don't know. I, I do have the most famous penis on Facebook. Uh, it's very possible that you've seen a picture of it. Um, many people have. But um, I, but but the thing is, is that I, I tried to get away from the, the fact that that is a thing now because now I'm actually like looking for like a girlfriend and, you know, girlfriends don't want to know that um, hundreds and hundreds of women have seen my penis. So. Yeah, you little sex in you. But I'll tell you what, it's definitely worth looking at because I have a beautiful, handsome penis. Uh, <laughs> it's so. a nice-looking one, for sure. Why, thank you. You know something? You're welcome. On my very last show, my guest has must have seen my penis because she even told me that uh, that my penis was above average in size. So everybody, oh, definitely above average. I guess everybody's seen my penis. I can't keep my penis. I can't keep my penis private. He just wants to get out and meet everyone. I want to dress him up in a tuxedo with a top hat and fucking take him out for a night on the there town. There you go. Uh, now a little Santa suit for the holidays. I'll dress him up in a little beard and a little fucking top hat. <laughs> dress him up in a red suit. Well, 
Listen, Crystal, I appreciate your time being my guest. Um, impotence is bad. Fun. Thank you. I really appreciate you um, coming in, dropping into the, uh, I'll just say it, show on exclusively on Spotify. And um, thank you very much. This is uh, Crystal, everybody. Crystal, why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, good for her. You know, um, what can I tell you? But impotence, listen, impotence is a fucking bad thing, man, especially if you're on medication. So if you're a female and your guy tells you that he's on medication, just know that it's not you. It's not you unless you're ugly and overweight. Then maybe it is you because I'll tell you what, a perfect excuse for a guy to not get a boner from you being ugly would be to say he's on medication. But then why would he be with you in the first place and trying? So that's silly. So when a guy tells you he's on medication, have a little fucking sympathy for him. Because it's a fucking embarrassing thing not to be able to get a boner. It really is. It's a horrible thing. And this is your boy B. Grinch saying peace, love, and anarchy. And I hope you tune in next Tuesday for another edition of I'll Just Say It. Because... I know you won't. So keep it real. Love each other. And peace out, people.